Hey, 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 hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveal. It's that show that brings you geeky news pretty frequently. As always, it's your boy, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet, aka Hot Pilgrim, aka Tuxedo Flask. And as always, I'm joined by the amazing co-host, which I'd like to remind the people who you are. Hey everyone, it's me, Captain Steph on the internets in some places, though Snow Queer in other places. My real name is Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> I just goofed that right all the way up. Um, no one's I haven't even been drinking that much today. That much? That much. Had like a cider and a half, so really not that much. Is it residual from yesterday? I was pretty tipsy yesterday. <laughs> I drank I drank some alcohol yesterday, dear listeners. Some? Some. <laughs> uh, I mean, any quantity is some. I guess that's true. Just more than one usually does on a Saturday. Or maybe not. Mm. I don't, I, I'm not going to tell anyone how to live their life. See, that's fair. That's, that's, that's the right way to be. That's the right way to be. Hey, did you have a happy Thanksgiving? I did. I did. It was, it was very, um, spent it with some, like, distant family, like, people that I see, like, once or twice a year, but it was better to do that than to try to go all the way home. Yeah, home's kind of, home's kind of far for you. Yeah, so, uh, it was nice to see them all, and it was relatively uneventful on, uh, uh, dramatic, so... That's good. No, no racist uncle or anything. No racist uncle. That's amazing. See the world. The world's getting better. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'll say no racist uncles being like blatantly racist. My one uncle is. I like. I suspect if he, if he, if like, in uh, in different company, he might have been a little. uh, And my uncle, I mean, like second cousin something, but like it's like. I feel like in different company you might be a little bit uh, choked though. <laughs> but uh, hey, you know like, he happens. turned off. But he turned off Fox News when I got in the car. So, so you know that's there's at least pe- he knew his audience. <laughs> I feel like people there, there's there's people that are I've been thinking about that aren't like capital R racist, but like have to come to terms with you know maybe my views aren't great, so they can get better because they do want to be good people. <laughs> um. <laughs> And, you know, I think there's a lot of people that, like, you know, I, I'd say you and I are probably those kind of people that were problematic in the past, but aren't inherently bad people. So we just needed to see the light, I guess you could call it. Uh, yeah. You know, everybody has to grow. It's, you know, we're all getting better. Exactly. No one's born unproblematic. Aren't we all born on unproblematic? <laughs> and then we pick it up. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you were going for. Blame it on the alcohol. No, no, that's the, uh, I've heard that before. People say no one's born unproblematic, but I was, uh, yeah. I was taking it a, a step lie. further. <laughs> Everyone's born unproblematic, and then you unlearn, then you learn some shit, and then you had to unlearn some shit. Hashtag life. That's, well, that's good, though. Uh, you do any Christmas shopping mm-hmm. recently, since we are Christmas celebrators over here? Son, I am done with my Christmas shopping. I wrapped your present yesterday. I'm still trying to figure All out some stuff. It was yesterday. I feel like you wrapped. I feel like you said yesterday. Well, I wrapped like last a bunch time. of stuff the other. I wrapped a bunch of stuff last weekend or on uh, Tuesday, I think. And then, um, but your last, the last bit of your present didn't come until yesterday. So I wrapped when I got home. Oh, geez, that's there's there's a there's there's a heavy uh, expectation. A you know, I, I I hate when stuff comes out around Christmas and December that you want. Cause mm-hmm. like I could buy this for myself, 
but someone might be buying it for me. Like, as people may or may not know, Sonic Funko Pops are coming out. And I'm like, <laughs> ooh, I want these, but I'm not 100% sure if they're out in public. I'm like, someone might buy one of these for me. Not that I can't have to, but it's just like, uh-huh. oh man, I shouldn't be buying stuff for myself anyway. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Um, speaking of giving stuff out, though, we uh, our, our contest is pretty much over as a time of you hearing this, listeners, and we're going to probably not to win in the next few days but we got a nice little spike so a uh, big shout out to oc remix for uh yep. retweeting us into the masses so uh hopefully we'll be able to get that short up soon and it'll be out and people will have it before christmas and all that so i think yeah. everybody who wants sonic mania has probably got already unless they're like well i mean i guess not everybody has so much disposable income but i'm assuming mm. many many people who have wanted to play it have played it in some capacity so i think most people just want yeah. to collect their stuff but that's why we're, that's why we're giving it out. So um, exactly. we're kind of just kind of waffling here because we don't have a whole hell of a lot to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just kind of catching up on the airwaves for y'all. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the state of the world, state of the uh, Stephen Dom Union. Yes, the state of uh, Pitts York City. Um, <laughs> uh, yuck. Pitts Yorkburg. I don't know. Yorkburg. New Do- New Donk City. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really need to play Mario Odyssey. It's, uh, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, same. And all the bad things are like, oh, this one level was kind of annoying. And I had to use like the easy mode. But other than that, it was good. I'm like, that's not a complaint, really. Yeah, that's uh, pretty basic uh, stuff to get over. Yeah. Um, I played some Cuphead yesterday just to revisit it and to see if I could pl- just to see if I could play without getting too aggravated. And uh, I didn't really get too I got annoyed at myself. For, like, getting hit by attacks. Because I played this one boss on hard mode. And Mm -hmm. went the whole first two phases without taking hits. Like, jumped through easily. And the last part just crushed me, like, real fast. And I'm like, oh. So then I was just trying to get through it. And I ended up beating it. It was just kind of fun. I was was just being a perfectionist. Like, Uh there there was no part of it that was too difficult. Because I'd already played it. So, but it was nice to hear the music again. And see the art. And that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, even when you wait, when like there's so much hype for something and you wait for it and then like to only play through it once feels probably a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Underwhelming, maybe? Underwhelming, yeah. Like it, it feels like, I don't know, when I want, when I see a movie, like what I'm going to see, I already have tickets to see Last Jedi more than once. Like, <laughs> so I feel like there are certain things like you're, when you're excited for something, it's fun to play, to see it or play it or do it multiple times just to get the, uh, the full hype. experience from all sides. Yeah, I, I mean, I played through, I think I've beat most of the bosses on Expert on Cuphead, and some of them definitely were hard that really gave me a hard-ass time on their difficult modes, some not so much, mm-hmm. but um, I've played through it a, a solid bit, I'm at like 160% kind of thing, um, uh-huh. and I went through and I tried to do pacifist versions of the running gun, and some of them are hard, but I definitely got my money's worth, I mean, speaking nice. of Sonic Mania, I played that twice, because I bought it twice, but... Um, <laughs> I, I and I was Is playing. Is that why you played it twice? Um, not what necessarily. You said it made it sound like it. So I bought it for PC a long time ago, but then they deleted mm-hmm. it. So I bought it for Switch because I'm like I'm not waiting a week to play this game that I've been hyped up for. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And then I played it again on the PC, but I streamed it that time. Oh, you, oh, you played it on two different consoles. I thought you meant just like you. No, no. You had two different, like, files, and you were like, I'm just gonna play these. No, I probably will do another playthrough soon. They seem like the kind of game that I'll pick up at least once a year, or, like, I was playing a little bit on vacation just to, like, screw around in some of my favorite levels. It's a nice pick-up-and-play-for-a-little-bit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
It's nice. Uh, yeah. you want to do some of this news, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. What's this first little bit? It's your, your little bit. Yeah, my little bit. So uh, Splatoon 2 got a huge update. It's, uh, it's at version 2.0 now. And they're still going to be rolling some stuff out over the next like few weeks. But it's all physically mm-hmm. in the game now. We just have to wait for it to be like unlocked, which is uh-huh. whatever. We don't have to pay so, for like, anything. It was like a big download, but... Yeah, it was a big download. Um, but we got most of... Uh, well, a good bit of it. So we got a new map, which is just like a supermarket kind of thing um mm-hmm. nice little map uh we got a whole bunch of new like gear so like clothes uh shoes hats and that kind of thing um mm-hmm. two new bands are represented so like new music for the battle tracks which is definitely nice to mix it up um new hairstyles for both gender nice. and inklings i saw somebody in the meverse say make hair ungendered you cowards um <laughs> because there really is no reason to gender the hair i guess especially since yeah, you can switch real. at will um which implies that the squids don't personally care about gender all that much, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is an interesting concept to toy with. But uh, yeah. the only real difference between the squids is the girls have like slightly wider hips mm-hmm. and like sway a little bit more, and the boys just kind of. And they have different victory dances, but they don't seem to be gendered. It's just that they each have a different one, I guess, to give uh-huh. you a reason to play both. I don't know. Um, and then new pants for each, which is nice that they threw pants in this. Uh, game um there's Uh a new battle mode coming out it's not out yet that i can tell but it'll be a new ranked mode and then we got a new map for like the salmon rush mode so like the horde mode there's another stage for that i think some new weapons are in there too but that they always do that i'm trying to think if there's anything else nope but yeah it's like a lot of new clothes and returning old clothes and there'll be some returning maps in the next couple weeks so another huge update for free from the splatoon 2 folks and it's Still fun to play. Still really good. Good stuff. Um, yeah, they are. They keep their games. It, it's odd. I don't understand what their strategy is. <laughs> because like when Smash Bros. came out, we had to buy every new character, every new yeah. stage, like every new me accessory, right? Um, mm-hmm. and think they learned from that. Well, no. I, pe- well, people bought it, especially with a fighting game. You have to buy all well, the, yeah. new, the new characters. Um, That's fair. Just so you can... I mean, they'll still show up in your game when you're playing online, but you want to get to play with them. And it's yeah. not so much that it... I don't think... They were more than we wanted to pay, but no one was like pissed off about it because there wasn't like a ton of new characters. And they weren't on the disc when the game came out either. It's not like they were mm-hmm. nickel and diming us that we could tell. Um, not like you were paying to unlock something that was already in the data. Right, that because that's always annoying. I mean, yeah, it's not like when um I want to call I want to say it was, uh, Capcom versus Tekken or Namco whatever it was that had like Pac Man and old Mega Man in it. People were mad because mm. we had to buy the DLC from the game, but it was all on the disc. Like data miners found it. Like this is already here. We shouldn't have to pay for this. Um, yeah. But you know, so th- people always consider new payment methods for games. So the microtransaction loot box thing is kind of. People aren't liking that. Um, so I get that. But then <laughs> that's, the, a, that's an understatement. An understatement. But, you know, it almost makes sense, I guess, in a game that people are meant to play for years and years. Like like your Overwatches and theoretically your Battlegrounds, but Battlegrounds, of course, did it too far. Where it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to be playing this game. I mean, Overwatch is on its second year and it doesn't seem to be slowing down the way that Call of Duty would. Mm-hmm. Versus like games like Shadow of Mortar literally don't need loot boxes because they're single player. But... Yeah. Then you have, like, the flip side is, like, well, to pay for the the new content you're going to get, you're going to have to pay for all the new content, which sucks, but that makes sense. Like, hey, this is new stuff. This is the traditional model. Nobody's mad about the idea of paying for it. Even if we think it might be overpriced, we get that. 
But then Splatoon comes along. It's like, oh, we're going to keep adding maps and weapons and clothes and modes and you don't have to pay for any of it. And it's like, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth, but like, what exactly is your development schedule and payment method to your employees that you're still (laughs) adding content this far along? Or did you just make it all a long time ago? And if you did make it all a long time ago, how were you able to make such a cool, like a full amount of game data and charge only $60 for it? Again, I'm glad they're doing that, but it just seems like either they're taking a loss on this game or like every other company is drastically exaggerating how much development costs. I mean, even a game like Smash Bros, we know that stuff wasn't there before um, because I don't think they thought that game was going to do well. Well, to be sustained the way that it was, right? Like Brawl didn't get a lot of support the way that 4 did. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm just curious, like how they're able to keep developing for this without like paying, or if like just Nintendo's a whole in-house thing. So like, oh, some people want Mario, we can put money into Splatoon now. <laughs> I'm I'm just curious what their payment method is. Yeah. You know, because I want developers and programmers and that kind of to stuff get to get paid. paid. For their work. Yeah, they deserve to get paid. I'm just wondering, like how how is this happening? Like how are they doing this? I don't know. I just hope they get an- we get another Smash Bros. Um, that would Fingers be cool. crossed. Fingers crossed. Get some Inklings. Get some of the Arms Fighters. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, like people are. Someone said online, if we get an Arms character in a new Smash Bros, it better be Ribbon Girl. And I'm like, it should be Ribbon Girl or Springman because they're both like on the cover and they're both like the mascot. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone's like, it'll probably be like how Pikmin and Animal Crossing was. Like you'll just get like spring man or ribbon girls like your flip you know like it'll be different skins for the different characters which would also be pretty cool oh yeah um so that'd be a method you know that's probably what they would do with an inkling just like inklings could be different genders and colors so each palette swap would just be a different one yeah i was gonna say they'd just do all the palette swaps be different yeah like how yoshis are kind of thing yoshis animal crossing pikmin i think a few other did that but yeah so yeah splatoon 2 nintendo great Good, good, good game company. <laughs> and, <laughs> Still doing uh, good. You're playing that yeah. Pocket it's... Pocket Camp game, right? I actually have not started playing Pocket Camp yet. <sighs> I am. I've never played an Animal Crossing game, so I'm not as like desperate to start. But I'm seeing so much Pocket Camp content on every single social media I use that I feel like I'm probably gonna break down within the week. <laughs> What's um. I was listening to a podquisition with uh, like Jim Sterling and Laura Kato and stuff, mm-hmm. and she pointed out that uh, Laura did. She pointed out that Animal Crossing, if you try to play it like a different game, it feels like it's being super exploitative and trying to get you to open your wallet. But mm-hmm. if you play it like how every other Animal Crossing game was, like you play it for maybe an hour or two and just kind of set it down and come back later, like uh-huh. it doesn't feel like you're getting ripped off the same way because. Mm-hmm. It's like Animal Crossing for the GameCube and I want to say Wii and every other iteration of it is built like a, a wait-to-play game, like a Farmville type game, but there's uh-huh. no way to, there was never a way to speed there's it no up. no way to wait. Yeah, you gotta just uh-huh. wait, like, you just come, <laughs> come just, back, yeah. um, which is a weird mechanic when you're like, hey, you gotta wait for this to grow. It's like, can I pay you? Like, no, you have to just wait. Go do something <laughs> else. And now it's like, well, now you can pay to not wait, and people are like, why would I do that? I've never done that. There's no reason to start now. Um, <laughs> at least when the, the early game, I guess, so... Yeah, I've never played Animal Crossing either, so I, uh, good luck yeah, so to people who we'll like it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, Godspeed. <laughs> um, what's this next thing? It seems like something that applies to you. Yeah, so, um, they 
have announced in the last week that Jude Law is going to be in Captain Marvel. Um, the character he's playing is Marvel, who is in the comics, like originally is the character who was the first Captain Marvel, um, from whom Carol got her powers, um, and like who was like when she, that's why she was Miss Marvel for so long, and then she took on his name as like a legacy thing, right? And he doesn't i mean like he figures in her backstory historically like in a like if you go back and read the very old comics but if you read like since i've been reading captain marvel that character has not been very important or really even referenced at all so i don't really know how much that he's gonna play into this movie but i feel like if you get jude law you're gonna want to have him around he's a good looking dude i guess is that the is that why people want him to be around I mean, partly, I mean, like, he's a good actor. People like him. He's charming. Um, well, yeah, I but, mean... Yeah, but I mean, like, and I think he... The one thing I'm just concerned about is that, like, if he is going to be in the movie a lot and, like, as a mentor role to Carol, like, that it might feel a little like, oh, we finally got the first female superhero in the Marvel Universe, but she's still getting told, or, like, told what to do or how to live by... Uh, <laughs> Some guy. Some dude, yeah. That's uh, that's an interesting proposition they've put themselves in, right? Because like, yeah, because like in the would she be the most ahead. prominent Marvel character, female Marvel character? Like as far as the comics go, like not in the movies. As far as like, the comics go, like I mean, like she w- when she was first or when they first rebranded and like introduced her as Captain Marvel, like her billing was just Earth's Mightiest Hero. It wasn't. Earth's Mightiest Heroine, or Earth's Mightiest Hero who has alien powers, or Earth's Mightiest, like, lady compared. Yeah, Yeah, like, there were no qualifiers. It was just Captain Marvel, Earth's Mightiest Hero. So, like, Marvel seems to, like, be rolling with that, but, like, on the comic book side, but... But she's, like, so, I mean, mean, like, when you think of DC women, you go straight to Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman. Um, Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say she's the most powerful out of dc because she has the most name recognition yeah because like superman and like the batman bullshittery that he can beat anybody okay but fine but like so would captain marvel be that for marvel i would say so there's no one i mean marvel doesn't have like that trinity kind of feel to it like with its like because even like iron man was a b-list hero until they decided to make an iron man movie like yeah, he was not who is the marvel a-listers just like spider-man and the hulk like, for the most part like Kind of, I guess, like, I mean, like, he was one of the Avengers, so if you, like, saw, like, Captain America, Thor, like, the Hulk, and Iron Man together, maybe Spider-Man, then that was, like, okay, that's, that's the big team, but, like... I'm just trying to think of, like... No one cared about them separately, I don't think, I feel like. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of what we would know from, like, if you just asked a random person on the street to name a superhero, and you just let them say anybody, who would the first Marvel person they say be, like, like, 15 years ago? Like, obviously now it would be... Probably yeah, it'll be different. Tony yeah. or Steve, but... <laughs> but, um... I mean, it's the X-Men? Yeah. Even the X-Men. Yeah, the X-Men, Wolverine. People like Wolverine. I guess Storm is there. Storm, like, yeah. Like, Storm is one of my think... favorites, but, like, I just don't know if anyone... I mean, I think people like Storm. People like punk, like, uh, mohawk leather jacket Storm. <laughs> um... Yeah, there's not like there's a, I think because there are so many there's not like a central team except for the Avengers. So I feel like saving like She-Hulk and Captain Marvel and maybe a few other people who are 
like and now like Jane Thor now like who are, who's on the team now like the invisible I feel like woman those aren't yeah maybe the invisible woman like there isn't really a central woman on a central team and especially right. not one who's not defined by her like legacy or relationship to a male hero like yeah because like like she hulk and the hulk and like captain marvel and miss marvel like yeah i guess like to do captain marvel if you want to like like it makes sense to have the legacy stuff come in but like it's also like oh crap like (laughs) it's a weird proposition i feel like yeah they they should have the black widow movie curious (laughs) to see how they include him um and I feel like I think they have two women writing the script, so hopefully they'll be okay. And I know that, that it's being co-directed by a guy and a lady, so at least there will be some female input. That's good. So it won't be as bad as Justice League. I, you saw Justice League. I did. Uh, I'm glad you were able to confirm it, all the stuff that I was I thought was going to happen. It's very. It was very. Um, Directed by Joss a guy. Joss Whedon likes butts. I mean, you know, I'm... I, I mean, you can't... I, I know. I'm not going to fault a man for that. I'm not going to fault anybody for that, e- either. <laughs> of any gender. Like, I imagine there's going to be... Like, eventually we're going to get to a point where a woman gets to direct, like, the all-male movie. Or, like, the ensemble movie, like a, like a female-directed Avengers. And it's mm-hmm. going to be, like... There's going to be more butt shots of men, like... Not that every woman's going to do that, but there's going to be a woman who's like, yo, fuck everybody, I'm tired of this, I'm going to flip it just to piss people off, and, like, no one's going to not see it. Um, uh-huh. And you're thinking, oh, well, why would she poke the bee's nest? Like, she's going to get harassed in, like, death that's just for directing it, so, like, might as well be a jackass about it. Um, uh-huh. I mean, that's what I would do, but I'm also a jackass. Um, that's fair. And there's going to be so many guy butts in there, but I'm going to be like, I don't see the problem. Except for I mean- the Hulk. The Hulk has a whack butt. Hulk got that tracer butt. I mean, there are some, uh... So there are some equal opportunity butt shots in... In, uh, Justice League. And even in the Avengers, there are scenes that are, like... Like, that was one of our drinking game rules. was, like, every time the camera lovingly frames someone's butt. Like... <laughs> and you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna see Scarlett Johansson's butt. And then you realize, oh, I'm pretty drunk and I'm pretty sure she hasn't been in half of this movie. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, there's Captain America's butt again. (laughs) It's, uh... (laughs) That's funny. That's very funny. Well, hopefully he'll be cool, right? That's Yeah, I think so. Uh, And this last thing, Universal Killing the Dark Universe. Yeah, so what that means is that their Mummy movie was supposed to be the kickoff to, like, a cinematic universe with all of the Marvel, or with all of the Universal, like, classic movie monsters... Like, there was going to be an Invisible Man movie, and a Creature from the Back Lagoon movie, and a werewolf, and all these things. And The Mummy did so poorly <laughs> that they've decided to scrap that wholesale. That's bad. Which is fine with me, because uh, Johnny Depp was supposed to play the Invisible Man, and I did not care for that. So, like, um, how was he supposed like, before he turned invisible, or, like, voice him over, or what? Well, yeah, like, in the... Like, before, the before he turned invisible part and, like, okay. all of the voice and motion capture for the invisible part. They should get Kevin Bacon. They should have got Kevin Bacon to reprise <laughs> Hollow Man, because that would have been funny. <laughs> that fucking movie. I was so scared of the guy in that movie, or, of, like, the the premise of that movie. Like, Kevin Bacon or the Hollow Man? The Hollow Man. Okay. Like, I was scared that the Hollow Man was, like, gonna, was, like, he could be anywhere. He could be. 
with his weird like animated wiener outline like i don't remember the dick part like i remember it existing but i don't remember seeing it <laughs> like i remember like, seeing that movie like oh man like that, that it fucks me up i was afraid of the hollow man yeah the so hollow man's like i'm pretty sure it was like after inspector gadget at the drive-in so it was, like, <laughs> what a weird combo well the inspector gadget was like it was like on the closer to pg than g kind of pg well yeah yeah um, and i think they intended for the kids to, like fall asleep Kind, oh, of, kind yeah. of movie. Um, That's fair. And it was like, I don't know. I, I don't remember what all happened, but I remember seeing it like burn alive or something. It was weird. Yeah. He was like a pervert, too. And I, like at the time, I'm like, this yeah. doesn't seem right. But they didn't like, it was weird. They like, movies do this thing where, like, it's not right to creep on these girls, but if we're creeping on the girls from his point of view and make it look bad, like he's a bad guy, we can still get away with doing it. And as a kid, you realize, should we be doing this? Like, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> And then he died. Um, was it supposed to be playing off the Invisible Man? Is that, is that like the premise? I mean, I feel like it, it. In as much as any monster movie owes anything to the Universal monster movies, okay. Like any mummy movie, right? Like owes something to the mummy. Any like uh, werewolf movie owes something to that. Like, but I don't know that it was necessarily. Based on the like, it wasn't necessarily based on like the H.G. Wells story. Gotcha. Um, at any rate, I, I'm not totally upset that. Uh, I'm not particularly heartbroken. Like that, it could be worse. We could be losing something else. Um, yeah. At the same time, so you saw like they're making that uh Mario movie, right? Like the Mario animated think? movie. Like I'm yes, wondering yes. if like uh if they're going yeah, to try. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to try to start a shared universe with that. That's very possible, I think. I think it's not unlikely. Like, I would I... But maybe, like, in a Wreck-It Ralph kind of way, where, like, there's not, like, like, they're not, like, necessarily, like, overlapping, but, like, different stories. Kind of like an MCU more way, like, maybe in ten years there will be a S- Super Smash Brothers movie. That's what, like, because that would make me so happy, because it's so, it's, like, so safe and easy to get away with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it wouldn't be, like, a huge risk the way, like, uh, I don't know. You, well, you know what? I wouldn't think that making fucking monster movies or ju- DC movies would be a huge risk either, but they keep fucking them up, so. Like, well, I mean, that's the thing. DC so, like, is so non-risky. You already have a plot built in, though, for, for a Mario movie. Like, it's literally, like, Mario defeats Bowser and saves Peach, like. So the plot is there. It just depends on how... Like, what you want to do to make the movie have a plot. And, like... Yeah. Honestly, you could just do the... No, you can't do that. I was going to say the plot from the original one, but that didn't have anything to do with anything. <sighs> I don't know. I would... As I've said before, I kind of, like... I've been, like, tooling around with, like, how you would make a shared universe, like, MCU, but with mm-hmm. Nintendo, to culminate in the Smash Bros. movies. And you already have, like, again, <laughs> you have your three Avengers-type team-ups, like, Smash Bros., Smash Bros. Melee introduces some more characters and that's like when bowser and mewtwo and gandorf team up and then like mm-hmm. brawl has like that whole subspace emissary thing which is like everybody comes together because like some of the bad guys are messing around with stuff and you find out like who was controlling the master hand and crazy hand and all that so that's kind of mm-hmm. like your thanos type dude which the only problem with that narratively is that sonic stops that guy from wrecking everybody like i think because he was a late addition to the roster and they needed to throw him in there somewhere so he just Blows the dude's wings up. He's like, hey, guys, I'm here. And they're like, okay, cool. And then they fight the final boss. And it's like, why is he even here? I'm glad. But why? 
did you put him in the story? Um, they might not want to do that for the movie. I wouldn't do that for the movie. Um, but, mm-hmm. and then the fourth one is just like another game. So you don't even have to do three. You don't have to do the fourth Smash Bros. as a movie. Mm-hmm. But it's it's already lined up. And all you have to do is think of like, oh, hey, you know all those shorts that we made for four? Those are like the plots of how people met. Like, Rosaline is at Rainbow Road and Kirby crash lands there. And like, there's reasons for people to meet because half the characters are in space. And I don't know. I'd love to see that. I'd go watch all those movies, except for the Pikmin one. <laughs> and we get to see Samus. Like, who doesn't want to see Samus on the big screen? Yeah, a Metroid movie. Yeah, a Metroid movie would work really, really well. Um, yeah, people would be hype. I'd be hype. It would be like lady superhero movie, basically. Yeah. Just <laughs> don't make it like. Would... Just don't do other M because that's a man telling a woman what to do for half the movie. <laughs> no, nobody liked that. Like nobody was happy about that. <laughs> and she had the, those uh, weird heels. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the uh, they'll probably do it before the Marvel makes a Black Widow movie. So I'll make that movie before they make a Black Widow movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, Dark Universe. We hardly knew ye. We hardly knew ye, and none of us saw your movie. That's why there aren't gonna be any more. <laughs> you know what they should have done. If they were going to, like, re- like they should have just went the B-movie route and just not spent any money on it. Like... Yeah, they, like, poured the shit into their special effects budget. Like, just watching the trailers, I was like, holy crap. That was the one place... Well, it's... <sighs> I-, I wouldn't have spent money on this, like... I would have went the B-movie route on the hope that people would want to see that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. make it a little schlocky... Get like, and you're saying B movie in the sense of the second letter in the alphabet, right? Of course, I'm not talking about the <laughs> the Jerry Seinfeld abomination. <laughs> I'm talking about like B dash movie, you know, like the old Wolfman movies, like the sci-fi original stuff. Like, because if you were to watch like the like those old movies now, they wouldn't be scary at all. It'd be like so corny. They should have just went with corny, and I think people would yeah. have liked that. You know, people would have been like, "Oh, yeah. it's just like when I was a kid." Yeah, and like even like when people were like they're remaking the mummy like no one was thinking like they're remaking like the classic monster movie mummy when people heard they're remaking the mummy they were like how dare they (laughs) yeah like that comedy horror movie of my childhood is a classic like why'd they start with the mummy either because i'm sure a lot of people thought that and that's why they didn't see it yeah that's why people a lot of people were pissed because of that and like there are so many other i guess that's maybe like their most iconic villain a mummy but like like the like the mummy from whatever the original horror movie is but like also like there's dracula there's frankenstein there was the invisible man like why not start with the invisible man like we haven't seen we've seen vampires wolfmans and frankensteins like in the last few years like yeah like, but, I yeah, frankenstein, like why not start Twilight, with like, Wolf. like the thing from the black lagoon or something like yeah that is completely off the wall and different. Get Guillermo del Toro. We'll do a lot of like uh, practical effects. Yeah, that'd be great. And then it would have been film fantastic. it with a shitty camera. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, I, it just seemed like there was every step they could have taken to make this successful was not taken. They just tried to rush too quick too. It's just like I don't understand. It's the same thing that I don't understand about the Democratic Party, which is that you have everyone in the world telling you how they want things to be done and they still come up with these, like, shitty, terrible things that are not the way. 
like think about DC. Like, you know how many DC fanboys want them to outshine Marvel? Like, uh, like there's people tired of seeing what, like, even us who, like, I say I'm firmly on the Marvel side, but I'd love to see a DC movie just outright be better than a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, not like you have to make a reach or say, like, oh, well, if you read the comments, like, you look in, like, damn, that looks fire. I literally will never complain about seeing a good, it, like, a, about a movie being better than I expected, or, like, watching an enjoyable movie like like nobody's other than like maybe trying to see more people of color and or women directors like or involvement maybe like okay well why don't you give somebody else a chance like other than that nobody wants the movies to do badly um yeah so like like even the justice league movies no one's rooting or the dc movies no one's rooting for dc to fail dc keeps putting out shit burgers like the <laughs> like and they, like you have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Well, like I don't, I don't yeah, know how like, Batman Marvel versus Superman. Have, <laughs> like literally, they they only have superheroes who are iconic as the DC Trinity because of the MCU. I'd say, like, yeah, at this point, they like, had they had Spider Man. Like that was the guy that people knew, and like yeah, like they had good teams and like people that like groups that people were vaguely familiar with from like different. Cartoons and shit like that. But I just like, feel like Spider Man was a household name. Like, yeah, Spider Man was like some people knew, but like other than that, like it was nobody. <laughs> the, yeah, it was not like I don't feel like this was hard to do either. Like I don't know, I, everything they have all the tools they need to do well, but they just can't. <sighs> they can't follow through. Maybe Cyber will have a good movie. Well, I hope look, so. here's the thing though. I liked. We're saying I this. liked him in Justice League. I like the Flash in Justice League. Like, like I like actually stuff for saying this. DC does have a good movie. It's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like there's nothing stop. Like there's nothing st- which proves that everything else is really is even sadder than it could have been because it proves that they have the ability to make a movie that people enjoy and wholeheartedly support and yeah. are excited to see again and again. Like it's. <laughs> And yet they can't look at the why those things happen and make better choices. It's like for their future movies. Do I think, like as as somebody who's like a, a like a, a stats kind of person and like causation, do I think mm-hmm. that the sole reason Wonder Woman did well is because it had a female director? I do not think that. But I'm also not a studio executive who has like apparently limited mind view. Yeah, like, why did no one is... say, why don't we have a woman direct the next one and see if that works? Like, why not even? <laughs> yeah. No... Where's the desperation seriously. to try something that's not that desperate? Again, I don't think a woman could have saved Justice League based on what I've heard about that movie. No one could have. Mm-hmm. But, like, why yeah. didn't we try? Why didn't we just get somebody black to direct it? I don't know. How about a black woman? That's a novel idea. It's that. I don't know. Not that these, again, not that these are fixes, but the fact that we're not even trying... And they're wondering, like, why are our ratings so bad? Like, well, because you keep producing shitty movies, like, that don't look good in the trailer, like. Like, did you ever get tricked by a trailer when you were younger? Oh, sure. Like, I went to see Meet the Spartans, because it looked funny. I was also, like, (sighs) 12 or 13, and I guess that's who it was aimed at. But even I was like, man, that movie really sucked. Like, was that even 90 minutes? But in the trailers, you're like, this looks funny. I assume it'll be funny when I go there. But, like, if you can't convince me in the trailer that your movie is whatever it's supposed to be like you had the best clips and you couldn't make me want to see your movie i don't know so like here's the thing so 
one like so Aquaman's the next movie that's coming out from D- from DC. Okay. We this is totally off the off this point. We we just keep going and we we get going and we start going and yeah, it's, it's... the years stop coming and they don't stop coming. Content. Um. <laughs> um. So Aquaman is the next movie that's coming out in the DCU. Sure. Aquaman's character in Justice League is funny and quippy and like sarcastic and kind of surfer broy. The guy they have directing Aquaman is the guy who directed the Saw movies. <laughs> like that's not somebody who was Taika Waititi busy. Like was he? I don't know. Maybe they were like, oh well, we can't take a risk on this guy because he's like. Well, he's a Marvel director, and also... He's knocking like, out apart uh, too much. Well, well, like, maybe, like, they were, like, looking for someone with a track record of successful films, like, and Taika Waititi hadn't, like, hit the big time yet, because Thor Ragnarok wasn't out yet. It says it's in post-production on IMDb, so they've already filmed most of the movie. But, like... Okay. But, like, why would you look at Aquaman, look at the way he's characterized in... Anything. That movie, in anything, but especially in Justice League, and be like, you know who we need to direct this? Someone whose major body of work is, like, gory, like, psychological horror. Well, to be fair, if you've seen any of the Saw movies after three, they're hilarious, so... <laughs> <laughs> but is that intentional? I think they didn't mind that it happened. <laughs> like, there wasn't... A, 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 an attempt to not be funny, <laughs> which is what would happen in, in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> so, like, I just feel like they're already, they're still running behind, and like, I think they got Patty Jenkins back to do Wonder Woman two, which is like a step in the right direction. But That's like, going to look even worse when Wonder Woman two is good and everything around her seems to keep being terrible. Continues to be bad. And yeah, the, and the Amazon's and- armor is going to get good again. So, like. <laughs> Right? And, like, the fucking, like, like Marvel, at least, like, they have a female co-director on Captain Marvel. They got Ryan Coogler to direct Black Panther, and clearly that's working out for them, like. <laughs> Look, that movie's gonna make bank even if it's bad. <laughs> like, knock on wood, I don't think it'll be bad, but even if it is bad, people go back, oh, I'm so hyped, like, <laughs> that movie's gonna like, be a Cyborg box office. Cyborg doesn't have a, a director attached to it yet. But like, and I like, it would look bad if. You have to, you have to get a black person in there. Like, there has to be a black no, well, person. Yeah, in you, you have chairs. to live back. With, but I was gonna say, like, it would look bad if they keep just taking directors who have done good movies for Marvel, and offering to, or like successful movies for Marvel and offering them a role. But it'd work. Look, here's like, the thing: none of these who, who people cares have if signed. It looks bad. It's not about looking good at this point, because obviously it's about the movie being good and making some money. Steph, based on what they've have with their past few movies they don't care about how they look they just <laughs> need to succeed um and that it, maybe it's like cheese one of those it. things like we keep saying here's a good way to succeed i, I don't know i i <laughs> look so, look you know what they need to do to make cyborg succeed just it has to just be a black movie like yeah like even if they're pandering in a almost like as long as they don't pander like completely racistly and, like, be like, yo, it's all yo, yo, yo in the trailer. As long as they don't do that, I'd say pander towards the black audience. Because, like, if you've seen Twitter, like, the hype for anything Wakanda, just from seeing Black Panther and Civil War and, like, a couple trailers, 
like black people already see that movie and it just turns out when you make something that's aimed at black people but it's also good you know who else shows up white people everyone and apparently china the other market shows up too yeah um so like like i'm just saying like black panther could potentially make like i feel like two of the best grossing movies are gonna be like black panther and wonder woman of like recent time um yeah or thor which could is not in the female gaze but can be considered closer to it than a lot of the other movies yeah and it has a very like even though it's well yeah well even though it's still like a like a white chris's third movie like it has so much more of a diverse feel to it because they got a polynesian director yeah he's from new zealand and he had like Aboriginal people like involved in every step of the cast, like in on the... Thor. On Thor, yeah. Oh, how about that? Yeah, because he wanted to bring the Maori culture to the movie, even though it wasn't about people who were Maori. So, like, the Grandmaster's second in command is a Maori woman. Like, there's a lot of Maori aesthetic in the movie, and like I've seen some think pieces about how the humor of the movie is like distinctly Maori in the way like it takes down people people's egos oh interesting like it's all structured around knocking down people who are like uh <laughs> full of themselves who are full of themselves yeah so Thor <laughs> well, yeah because <laughs> like it's a thing like bragging without dessert like without deserving it in that culture is very it's like you're looking to get taken down a peg. Oh, that's cool. And so the humor is is structured around that, and like so it's very. And like he, and not only that in the actual movie, but like he insisted that they, um, that like the people who were working on the other side of the camera, like that, that he got like, um, native New Zealander cast involved or like a uh, crew involved, and like they did. Like the same, I think they it, it, it did this with um, the Lord of the Rings movies too, but they did like a traditional like New Zealand blessing. Yeah, see, on, like, <laughs> like literally just involving other cultures in the process, even when the movie is not about that, makes a better movie. Yeah, how about that? A diverse, it's wild. There's, there's other talents out in the world. Well, Coco just came out that Disney movie, and people said like Letting's people worked on it. And mm-hmm. that helped the movie's, like, narrative and stuff because it's about that kind of culture. Mm-hmm. And it made everybody... I don't know. They said it's been... Yeah, people seem very excited about Coco. And, like, there were not... People were not excited to start out with because, like, Disney was like, oh, yeah, we're making this movie about the Day of the Dead and we're trying to trademark the phrase Day of the Dead. And... Of course they were. Like, a bunch of shitty stuff. And they got clearly, deservedly called out on it. And but they got better. <laughs> they made, they got better, and they got they learned. They got Latinx people, Latinx people involved in it, and they uh, have made a successful family film. <laughs> so it's wild how that happens. Yeah, it's uh... even Disney can. <laughs> I feel like Disney, like they're trying to hit this point where I feel like some companies have realized. You know what? We've done a lot of safe stuff with quote unquote safe audiences, you know, white male mm-hmm. audiences, 18 to 35. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? They seem to be coming to anything. So why don't we go get some of these other demographics that have been like saying that they want to give us money because, you know, companies, they don't want most of the money. They want all of the money. So yeah. like they're realizing, oh, all that includes other demographics. 
and they seem to want to give us money, so why not? And plus, we'll get people who don't even like our stuff because they'll see themselves on the screen. It's cynical, it's tacky, but I think it's helping everybody out in the long run. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to take a quick break? Um, Actually, you want to just finish? <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> we're already like 46-ish minutes in. We might as well just might finish. Might as well. Um, All right. Did you what need you to get this week, did you Dom? need to take a break or there anything there? Oh no, nah. Okay, cool. Well, I uh, I got more candles and some soap and lotion from Bath and Body because uh, they had a huge sale, and nice. uh, I wanted to get ready for Christmas, so I got some candles. I'm gonna light for like a Christmas party. Nice. Did you do anything or read or consume anything that you liked? I was I was gonna jump into that and say I watched the end of British the Great British Baking Show. Nice. Watched the finale that's of season four. I've definitely need to treat myself to it's something that's very bingeable and just like leave on the background um mm-hmm. british sense of humor is amazing i really recommend people watch it i think it comes on pbs um mm-hmm. if you don't have netflix but it also does come on netflix and it's just a really sweet I show netflix. not you i mean the oh if you don't have netflix. like the listener or whoever but i didn't know you had netflix either so oh, I, was like, um, I have netflix i'm not a heathen i have <laughs> hulu that's ex- that's a- different expense my dad pays for netflix we get all my whole family uses it yeah i'm the netflix uh, owner of my of my family and my brother uses it frequently my dad occasionally will use it but never on his name it'll be on mine so every now and then it'll be like some weird documentary and i'm like what the hell i didn't want oh okay or like episodes of boondocks (laughs) it's like that was that was my dad but yeah i recommend watching it's interesting to see a competitive show where they seem to only be competing for a bouquet, and the first place gets, like, a baking dish that's just engraved with Great British Baking Show. So, like, they're competing for just the approval of, like, an old man and an old woman um, to say that their baking was good and get a handshake if they do really well one week. Um, mm-hmm. But they're competitive without being like, oh, I hope so-and-so loses. Like, they were all rooting for one person, even though they had to compete against them. Mm-hmm. So it's just really sweet and nice, and I recommend uh, you check out, like, a season or so there are hour-long episodes but they're they're definitely the kind of show you can do have like in the background while you're doing something else so mm-hmm. that's what i've been finishing like, up like one like that yes it, it'd be it's something that you could have on while you're crafting and it's not like uh anime where you have to read the subtitles <laughs> oh and i also watched the first episode of one punch man um, oh how, what do you think you know i uh i don't think i want to watch any more funny anime with the subtitles I don't understand Japanese and I think some of the delivery mm-hmm. is tied up like some of the humor is de- tied up in the delivery mm-hmm. and also like I'm a quick enough reader that I will read the whole sentence before like necessarily the action on the screen will catch up to it uh-huh. so if there's supposed to be like a or like subtitles like a or, something, beat or something yeah plus like if the sentence is long I don't know how the structure is so I can't like figure out where the humor beat is necessarily supposed to be um mm-hmm. is there a dub of One Punch Man? Not on Netflix, but one exists because it was on Adult Swim. Oh, so okay. I could probably so, yeah. I could probably find it or buy it somewhere, but I just wanted to see if it still stood up. I just wanted to check out the first episode to get started, and I, I liked it a lot. Like it was still funny, uh-huh. but I'm but like, it would there probably. Are some things that are... I feel like it'd be laugh out loud humorous if I watched the dub, but I'll probably watch another episode to see because the one I saw on on Adult Swim, I was dying laughing. It was. Did you ever see it before? Yeah, I watched the first like six or seven episodes i i fell off when i moved to the city because it was like an airing last summer and so i felt i like was like oh i'll I'll watch the next one like once i find an apartment oh that's right 
sick. And then, like, two months later, it was like, oh, good. So I saw the one where he, like, defeats the mosquito or the uh, supercharged bug when he misses the, the sale at his favorite store or whatever. And that was funny. I like his voice in I like his voice in the Yeah. Um, I heard a lot of people talking about Dragon Ball Super, and that's a show that's far behind its sub, but it's like, I'm so used to the English voices now, and uh-huh. I recognize that the Japanese ones might be better for what they're going for, but I'm just so used to, like, Sean Schimmel, Chris Sabat, and all those guys. I'm like, I got... I, I know what Vegeta sounds like now. I can't I can't hear him sound any other way. <laughs> you uh, get anything? Watch anything? Consume anything? Um, oh, yeah. I've had a busy week. Um, I, uh, I've been working my way through a lot of stuff. Um, one upside of t- our extended uh, hiatus on Lady Geek Girl and Friends is that I have not been uh, been writing as often, and so I've been taking some time to catch up on stuff that I've been meaning to. Um, Very nice. So I caught all the way up on Adventure Time. Nice. Which is, I mean, still, it's, it's, it's good. It's not great, but it's enjoyable, and I like the characters, and it's going to end this season, so I might as well keep up with it um but it was my first it was honestly just my first go-to to catch up on something because the episodes are only 11 minutes long um <laughs> but i also have been watching um sailor moon both the latest season of crystal and season four of the original because that's where i left off i watched last year's doctor who christmas special we'll see if i can get through the entire season between last year's Christmas special and this year's Christmas special before Christmas of this year. <laughs> um, I think it's only 10 episodes, so I should be okay. But um, And let's see. Was, oh, I watched this delightful anime, which I think was going around Tumblr a couple, maybe like a year or two ago, but it's, it's called She and Her Cat. And it's just like four, like eight minute episodes about um, from the point of view of a cat um, uh. who loves his owner. And it was very bittersweet and adorable. Um, Is this? It's from 1999. Well, there was there was a one episode from 1999, and then there was a remake like last year or something. Okay. Very recently, that is um, like better animated and a little more detailed. Oh, very nice. Okay. So watch both of them, but I like the newer one better. Well, that's cute. Also, I yeah. caught up on Steven Universe per your uh, suggestion. Nice. What do you think? It's, uh, I, I hate how, uh, much distance is between the episodes coming out, because I feel like I'm starting to lose some of the magic of yeah. watching it, and I don't think that it's bad, but, like, something about, like, I'm watching it now and be like, oh, that's, this is pretty good. Like, I, I, I guess that's, that's how I feel about it after the fact. Like, when I'm watching I'm like, yo, and I'm wanting there to be more than there is, but, like, the show seems to tease its fans. Like, uh, I guess, like, spoilers for these episodes. So, like, the episode where, where Steven and Connie both go to Kevin's party, mm-hmm. and they try on new clothes and stuff, like, because cause Kevin wants Devani to be there. I, I find it funny that he admits that he's not as cool as Devani is, and is uh-huh. very transparent about i wouldn't even call it manipulative he's like i want you guys to be there so it's like okay um i do appreciate the continued use of they first of Ani. that's that's very nice to see um but so you see steven and connie there and it's almost like oh i want to see them fuse because i want to see stevani's new outfit because they always uh-huh. look so cool uh-huh. but then there's also the like well i'd rather they didn't do something just for kevin so that's nice 
Um, yeah. I would have liked to see it, like, the, the, two, the two kids just do it because they're in kind of, like, sort of a, a pressured situation. And yeah, they that would be kind of uncomfortable. Well, not... To, well, I see what you're saying. What I was hoping was, like, they're like, okay, like, you helped, like... I was hoping they would do, like, they wouldn't be able to talk to each other, so they'd fuse. And, like, that, they'd have an internal conversation. Like, mm. that's what I was thinking was going to happen, because it'd be nice to see, like, that, that dialogue, like, the like the method that Garnet taught them to, like, talk to yourself kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. I, I, I like the cute, like, don't want to tell each other how I feel kind of thing. Um, But, like, hey, we'll just fuse to get out of the situation because I don't want to talk to you sort of thing. Like, not in a creepy uh-huh. way, but, like, a this is how I can avoid talking to you. Oh, wait, we're the same person now. Um, Because, obviously, I, I give a shit less about Kevin, but it's like, oh, Stevani's one of my favorite characters. Same time I get to see them, it's a pleasure. And the show's like, ooh, Stevani's being mentioned a lot, and then doesn't show up. You're like, just like kind of when they teased Garnet fusing with Peridot to get her to understand, and they didn't. You're like, I, no, I want to see a Peridot Garnet fusion, even though like there's no need for it. Like there's so much stuff the show like is like it dangles all this stuff, and you don't get to see any of it. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I, I like to see Kevin get owned, even though like, yeah, he's he still had a, a transporting line at his party, so he didn't really lose. Um, yeah. And also, apparently, he has a Blackberry instead of a smartphone, <laughs> which was a weird, insignificant like little Like a joke. child. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> Steven was like, I don't understand. There's, like, a ball here and buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a, that's a good joke. So, I don't know. I wanted to see Stavani, but, you know, it yeah. was it was all right. Like, nothing major happened. Uh-huh. Um, Sadie's yeah, song was, was cool. It was, as far as, like, events, I feel like Steven Bombs kind of go, like, Five episodes of character development. Five episodes that make you want to bleed, like, cry tears of blood. Like, five <laughs> episodes of character development. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel like the best one was probably um, the one where we got to see uh, Sardonyx. Because, yeah. like, there was, there was so much in there. There was, like, oh, hey, this gets to explore how Pearl and Amethyst feel about Garnet. Like, how intimate fusion actually is. How much... Sapphire and Ruby, like, don't always see eye to eye, and it, like, messes with them. Um, we mm-hmm. got to see plot development with the Peridot stuff at the time, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we saw so much stuff that was, like, consequential, stuff that was inconsequential, and it all culminated with, like, everyone being stronger at the end and the Peridot stuff uh-huh. being, like, changed. But this is kind of like, okay, Steven and Connie are, like friends again this could have been resolved this this actually didn't need to happen yeah it didn't need to happen in the first place like um and especially yeah, i guess when, it was kind of character development for steven because it was like you can't make like people like you you can't make sacrifices that you think are for the good of the team if like if we are a team you can't make sacrifices without consulting the team yeah i would have rather that just been the episode though like because the whole episode where they went on vacation was like pointless <laughs> yeah it was like steven deal with your trauma and so he was like no and they're like well you need to deal with it no deal with it okay i'll tell you and i feel bad enough that i broke and it's like and apparently <laughs> connie went to your house while you were gone so it's like this is such a shaggy dog story like there's so much pointless stuff happening and i don't know like it worked as a steven bomb but it wouldn't have worked as like five episodes i feel like yeah that's fair um and again, Sadie and the cool kids are very interesting. Um, yeah, I think they're very delightful. Is Kevin the Lars of the cool kids? Like <laughs> wow. he's like a weird shadow of him. You that's know what I mean? Deep. Yeah. Or no, sorry, that's not the. Is he like the Peridot? 
character. Um, maybe, yeah. Cause, like, I mean, well, is, the cool is kids... Caradog the Lars of the of the Crystal Gems? Like, no, I'd say, I'd say Lapis is. Cause she's always like too cool to do stuff, but she wants acceptance. Oh, yeah. She's just is not on Earth anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she just fucked off into space. Yeah, like Lars did, kind of. But then Kevin that's, is like blatantly antagonistic, you know. Yeah. Seems like could be redeemed slightly through trial and trial and trial again, and like is slowly less antagonistic to the kids, like not mm-hmm. nice but less antagonistic. So, I don't know. It'd be just it'd be funny if that was the case. That's everything though, right? No, I think so. Well, it's not everything. Yeah. Besides, well, besides that, I I got some stuff. I got a library book, a delightful um third in a quartet of uh western fantasy series. Um, like the old which, west. Yeah, like the old west kind of deal. Um, wouldn't be my speed, except I thought it, it's it's very interesting. It's uh, the uh. Because the protagonist is a like a bi trans, uh, like half Native American, half black guy, so it's got a lot of interesting uh, meat to the storytelling and like the character building that otherwise wouldn't be there in just like a regular like Ranger in the Old West kind of story. Okay. Fantasy or not, um, it's called the first or the one I read is called Malice of Crows by uh, Lila Bowen. And the first one is called Wake of Vultures, I think. But it was a series that I had originally picked up because I was interviewing with the editor of it, <laughs> like I do. But I was like, huh, this is it. I like this. It was actually really interesting, too, because the first book is written from the protagonist's perspective as a girl. And over the course of the book, uh, the character begins to realize that he identifies as a guy. And the second book, from the second book forward, it's like all... Like, he goes by his male name, like, he him pronouns throughout, like, he still deals with, like, his period and stuff, because, like, it's not like... Sure. Like, there's, like, he can magically stop that, but, like, it was really interesting, just, like, character building. Yeah, I feel like you may have told me about this series when we were driving around one time. Yeah, I know I was talking about it, I've talked about it on, uh, various threads in the past. So, um, but yeah, highly recommended. Um, and then I also got a chair, a desk chair, a real chair for my computer desk. So I'm not sitting in a folding chair anymore. Nice. It only took me six months. <laughs> hey, well, we're there. The little things. We're, really, we're making it. Um, and the holidays um, are coming, so. Yeah. May, uh, may Look do an... forward to our, uh, our drunk ass episode that'll come at the end of the year. Yeah. You want to film that in person? Might as well. Okay. I'm going to have the whole week of like Christmas in the next four days off, so. And that leads right into New Year's anyway, so it's going to be like a nice long 10-day vacation, essentially. So we could probably record some time in there. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it a Christmas tradition or a New Year's tradition? I can't remember. I don't know. It's an end-of-year tradition. Oh, yeah, because then we like go on hiatus or something. Yeah. Which is like a week off. <laughs> um, <laughs> alrighty, well, hey, uh... Yeah, we might we might do another quick giveaway, something real soft and cheap, and it will be a lot less, uh, won't be as drawn, drawn out, out yeah. uh, just because it won't have to be by the nature of it, I'm assuming, but no promises, just want to make sure we have the money to do it. Um, nothing major. But in the meantime, say you want to contact us on social media, because you love our voices and want to see our voices in text format, 
such as tweets. You can find us on Twitter uh, at Brother Dom, at Captain Steph, at Character Rev. Uh, you can find the podcast, characterreveal.simplecast.fm, or on Google Play Podcasts, the iTunes Store, or Stitcher. We're, we're there too. And you can find us on like other social medias that I don't care to get into because I'm tired. And uh, patreon.com slash characterreveal. Every little bit helps. And you're going to start seeing the uh, little bonus content on there. I'm sure some of it will be. Uh, some will be for backers, but some of it will just be free because, uh, you know, it's nice to have free stuff to show people what you could be getting if you pay because people like yeah. rewards. And maybe we might do like a YouTube repository because, you know, that's just nice to have stuff on YouTube as well since outlets are outlets, yeah. you know. Um, exactly. But that's mostly it. Uh, you could catch the track that we use for the intro. You can find that in the show notes as well. It's the it's a remix of the shop theme uh, from Undertale. Uh it's good check out the artists they work very hard and um, until next time see you later bye